Rosh Hashanah, Daf Lamed Aleph. The last thing we were discussing was it used to be in time of the Mikdash, we'd accept Aidut Ahodesh for Rosh Hashanah the entire day of the 30th of Elul until one time they came a little bit late, they sang the wrong song, and as they were metakended only until Minha time, and then when the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed, Rabbi Yohanan Zakai moved it back that you could be accept testimony the entire day. And we wanted to know what was the mistake that they did with the song. In Babel, they said they didn't sing the afternoon song, which you're supposed to sing on Rosh Hashanah at all, period. And Rabbi Zira said, no, they just sang the wrong song. And Rabbi Zira brought a bunch of questions on B'nai Babel. B'nai Babel answered it. And with that, we are starting Lamed Aleph, Amud Aleph. The first line, at the end of the line, where it says Tanya. On the first day, Sunday, what would they say? Why? Because is the owner all over the world. On Monday, what do we say? Which talks about the greatness of Hashem. Split between the skies and the waters, and he became king over them. Because Baruch created the land, which was nature for everyone in living in it. On the fourth day, why revenge? Hashem shebara hamal vana because Hashem created the sun and the moon. Ve'atid li param of the hen. Hashem is going to take revenge from those who worship the sun and the moon. Ba'chavishia you amrim haninu lehim ozenu. Hashem shebara afot ve'dagim shebech lishmo the birds and the fish they praise Hashem. Ba'shishim you amrim Hashem malach keut lavesh Hashem shegamar melachto. Hashem finished his work. Umalach alin became king over it. This is for the future, where everything is going to be desolate, the world is going to be destroyed, there's not going to be any human being. And at that time, we're going to say the world is all in Shabbat. Why did Hachamim choose these specific ones for these days of the week? The first day, because Hashem is in charge of the world. On the second day, he split his creations and he became king over it. prepared the land for everyone. revenge from those who worship them. He finished everything and became king over it. On the Shabbat, because he rested. The world will be for 6,000 years. For 1,000 years, it will be desolate. Hashem will be raised, Hashem will be the only one left on that day. And Abaye Amar Tere Haruv, that for 2,000 years the world will be desolate. Shine Amar Yehayenu Miyomayim, Hashem will, will make us live after two days, and the third day is He'll make us dead. So now, Rabbi Hamya holds like Abaye, and therefore he can't explain that Yom HaShabbat is the, when the world is going to be de- destroyed. Because he holds the world is going to be destroyed for two days, not one. Rabbi Akiva held like Rav Ketina that only for 1,000 years it's going to be destroyed. And therefore he explains Yom HaShabbat for the future that Elif uh, HaShvi'i.
Now, the Gemara tries to understand. Be Musafed Shabbata Mahayu Omrim, what would they say? Musaf of Shabbat, Amar Banan, Barava Amarav, Haziv Lecha, which is an acronym for the Pershiot and Haazino. Hez Haazino, Zechor Yamat Olam, Yakiveo, Vayar, Dule, Kiyadin. So that was what they were singing. The Amar of Hanan, Barava Amarav, Kedersh Halukin Khan, the way that they split over here, Kah Halukin, Vibeta Kaneset. That's the way they split it when they actually parashat Azino in shul, according to Haziv Lechat. Meaning each each ole uh, reads one of those things. Shabbat. Amar az yashir, the regular of the shiat ayam. until under the perek ve'az yashir, and then they would sing az yashir isel ali be'er. That's the one in Hukat. So Ibayale the Gemara asks Hanekulehu. These six of Musaf and these three of Minha Behad Shabbatam Relehu or Dilma Kos Shabbatam Shabbatam Rehad. Would they say that then taught all these songs every Shabbat or each Shabbat they would sing a little bit? Tashema, the Tanya Amar Biosi, actually Shona, the first group that does Musaf Omeret Ahad, until the first group, meaning the Musaf group, until they finished the entire Parashata Azinu, which was, let's say, six Prakim or six Aliyot. Then the Sheniyah, the second group of Mincha, Hoser each time. They do their three Prakim twice. Meaning, by the time the Musaf uh, group would say Ha'azinu, the all six Prakim, the Mincha group, they would say Az Yashir and all those Shirot uh, twice. So it would take them six weeks to do the three Prakim twice. So uh, what do you understand from all this? That Shmamina, Kol Shabbata V'Shabbata, Mrechad Shmamina. Each week we only say one Perek. And Amar Yudabar Idi, Amar Yohanan, before the first Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, the Shekhinah didn't totally run away from Eretz Yisrael at once. Rather, Aisr Masa'ot Nas'a Shekhinah, that it slowly, slowly left the Beit HaMikdash area in 10 steps, thinking that maybe B'nai Yisrael will do Teshuvah and I'll be able to come back. And we learned that Mikra'eh from the Nevi'im, from Sukim from the Nevi'im, Mokhnegdan, and same idea happened by Horban Baycheni, Gatas and Hedrin, with the Sanhedrin, that they moved 10 places, and we know this Migmara from a tradition from our rabbis. So I said, Masa'ot Nasa'a Shekhinah, the 10 travelings of the Shekhinah, Mikra'eh from the Sukim, Mikaporet, Likrove, went from the Kaporet, what was on the Aaron to the one of the Kiruvim. Omikruv la Kruven from one Kruv to the other one. Omikruv la Miftan and went from Kruv to the threshold of Beta Mikdash. Omiftan and from the threshold of the Hatzer to the area between the lobby and the Mizbeach, the Ulan Mizbeach. And then number four, Mehatzer la Mizbeach and from that area to the actual Mizbeach. Omimizbeach la Gag and from the Mizbeach to the roof of the Hechal. Omigag la Homan from the roof of the Beta Mikdash to the wall of the Azara. Omihomal la Ir and from the Homa to the Yerushalayim. Omir of Yerushalayim la Har to the Harazetim. Omihar it went to the Shamaim, and and the was right in that area of the kaporet. It went to the keruv and then flew. and then went from on top of the keruv. To the threshold of the house, and 
Rebihanad says that the Shekhinah was in the Midbar for six months. Shemei Hazaru B'Tshuva, maybe they can do Teshuva. Kivan Shelo Hazaru, once they didn't, uh, once didn't do Teshuva, Amar Tipah Hatzman, they should blow up. Shneemar V'Ainah Shaim Tichlena, Umanos Avad Minnehem, V'Tikvata Mapah Nefesh, what their end will be just blowing up. So that was with the Shekhinah, the first Beit HaMikdash, Uchnegdan, Galta Sanhedrin, Sanhedrin, the same thing, ten travelings, Migmara, we learned it as a tradition. Number one is really Shkata Gazit, they went from Lishkat Akazid, they had their office in Harabait, they went to a store, meaning they made different sections in Harabait where they were sitting, they, just, they didn't want to be in Lishkat Akazid, too many people were killing, they didn't want to be done in Nefashot anymore, they were done with that. So number two, Mehanut Yerushalayim, Mishalayim Le'avne, and then they went from Umiyavne Le'usha, Umiyusha Le'avne, Umiyavne Le'usha, Umiyusha Le'shvara'am, Umiyusha Le'bet Sha'arim, Umiyusha Le'shvara'am, Umiyusha Le'shvara'am, Umiyusha Le'shvara'am, Umiyusha Le'shvara'am, is the deepest of all of them. Or they felt in a state of deepness from all of them. They, they lowered themselves and uh, from the from the Eretz they will speak. Now by the way, yes, so they went back and forth to Usha. They went from Yavne to Usha when Rabban Gamliel was the Nasi. He was living in Usha. Then they went to Yavne. They went back to Yavne during Rabban Gamliel's time. And then they went uh, back to Usha during Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel's uh, time. Now, Rebil Azar Omer, Shesh Galuyot, really that's the word, Shinem, it was six uh, exiles, Shinem, Ki Heshach Yosheve Marom, those who were sitting up, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lawad, Kiryan Iskeva Yishpilena, Yishpilena Ad Eretz, Yagiyena Ad Afar. So now there's six languages over here, Hashah, number one, Yishpilena two, Yishpila three, Ad Eretz four, Yagiyena five, Ad Afar is six. And Amar Yohanan Misham, and from there, from once they got to the Afar, Atidin Nigael Shinemar, Hitari Me'afar Kumi Shevi, they go back to Yerushalayim. Okay, the next Mishnah, Amar Yishab Ben Korha, Ve'od Zot Etkin Rebbean Yohanan Ben Zakai, he did another Takanash, Afilu Rosh Betin, Bechol Makom, and doesn't make a difference where the head of Betin is. They could only go to the place where the Sanhedrin gets together. So it could be the, the, the Rosh Sanhedrin is on vacation somewhere. It could be he's busy on the Shlichut. doesn't make a difference. You don't go wherever he is. You go rather where the entire Sanhedrin is. Meaning, he gave them permission to be Mekadesh, the Chodesh, even though the Rosh Sanhedrin is not there. They could do it on their own as long as he's not too far. And the Gemara relates a story. There's a lady borrowed money. They came over to Betim. Kamed Amemor bin Hadi'i. It was in front of Amemor in Hadi'a. In the meantime, Azal Amemor bin Hoza. Velo Azla Batre. 
he went in the meantime he went to Mahoza and she didn't go there. Katav Petiha Ailava. So he wrote a Nidu on her that she doesn't want to come to Betin. We learned in the Mishnah that even if the Rosh Betin can be anywhere, but they have to go where the Betin is, they have to go where the Sanhedrin is. So what she do wrong? She went to the right place. That's like a Because next time, you're going to lose everyone because until they find the, 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 the Rosh Betin, everything will get lost. People don't want to go crazy, so they're not going to come back. But over here, she's considered a slave to the person she borrows money to. And she has to go where the rabbi is. She, yes, she has to go a little bit crazy, but she has to find the rabbi. And Tanu Rabbanan and Kohanim Rasha'in la'alot besandil hen aduchan. Kohanim are not allowed to wear shoes when they go up to do Kohanim. Bezo ahal mitesha takanot sheitkin Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai. These are one of the nine takanot Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai put together. Now, there are communities where the Kohanim do go up in certain situations with uh, shoes on. The basic takana was that they shouldn't go on with shoes just in case a shoelace breaks, people will look at them, doesn't look nice, and uh, therefore certain shoes maybe would be mutar, maybe situations where they're not going up, they're standing on regular level, maybe that would be mutar. Very kedai to look at the sugya if, uh, about kohanim wearing shoes during kohanim. Now, Talking about the nine takanot, we had sheet de high pirka. We have six in this perek. We had de pirka kama. We had one in the first perek. Where Rabbi Yohanan was mitaken that the idim should only be mehalel Shabbat for Nisan and Tishri. Vidacha number eight was the tanya ger shenit gayer bazman hazeh ger who's mitkayer today. There's no better midrash. Sarich shefrish roba lekino. He has to set aside. A quarter of a shekel for for birds that he had to give as a korban. So in case the bet hamikdash comes, he'll have it ready. And Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Azak, when he now alei Rabbanu Hananu bitlam pinatakala, Rabbanu Hanan came and said, "Made a takana that you don't have to set aside that money because we're always worried he's going to use that money and it's going to be more meilah b'kodashim." Vedach number nine, plutad the Rav Papa and Rav Nachman by Yitzchak is a machloket what that last takana was. Rav Papa Amar. Kerem Reva'i, had to do with Kerem Reva'i, the first three years a person has uh, fruits, you can't eat it, throw it out, or la. The fourth year, in certain cases, you have to bring it up to Yerushalayim. Uh, here, and specifically, we're talking about grapes. And the Rav Nachman by Yitzhak Amar, no, it had to do with the Lashon Shal Zehorit, it was about the red rope that they used to tie on Yom Kippur. So Rav Papa Amar, Kerem Reva'i, Litnan, Kerem Reva'i, Haya Oleh, Yerushalayim, Mahalach Yom Lechol Tzad. If a person had Kerem Reva'i, the fourth year grapes, he would have to bring it to Yerushalayim if he was within a one-day walk of Yerushalayim. If you were too far, you could always transfer the Kedushah to money and bring the money up to Yerushalayim. But if it was uh, within, a, uh, within a day walk, you have to bring it to Yerushalayim. V'zoit Huma, and these are the borders. Elat min hadarom. If in the south it's Elat. V'akrebat min hadsafon, the north. Lod min ma'arab west. V'yardeh min mizrah east. What was the whole reason? They wanted to have Yerushalayim's shukim, the markets, filled with fruits. had a vineyard on the east of Lod, 
בצד כפר תווי, around the area of כפר תווי, הוא ביקש שבילי עזר להפקירה לעניים. He didn't want to bring it to Yerushalayim, so he wanted to have make it ownerless so the עניים could deal with it. And אמרו לו תלמידיו רביק ונמנו חבריך עליו והתירוהו. Already your friends got together and they canceled the תקנה, because once the בית המקדש was destroyed, they're not bringing any fruits to Yerushalayim. And who's man חבריך? Who's your friends? Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai, that was the, according to Shita of Rapapa, that it was, uh, it was the whole camera of that he canceled out. Rav Nachman by Yitzhak Amar, it was the Lashon Shal Zehorit, it was the red rope, Titania. Barishon, Hayu Koshrin, Lashon Shal Zehorit, Al Petah Ulami Bahutz. In the beginning, on Yom Kippur, they would tie a red rope outside the Beit HaMikdash by the opening of the lobby. He'll be in, and if ever, if it became white, Hayu Smechin, everyone was happy. Loyal being, if it stayed red, Hayu Atsibin, everyone was sad. Therefore, so they put it there, the red rope on the inside of the lobby. People used to sneak in and try to see. If it was white, everyone was happy. If it was not white, everyone was sad. So they were going to put half of it on the mountain where they sent the goat of the Azazel and half by the goat himself. And Rav Nachman writes, Haq. So Rav Nachman by Yitzhak, why didn't he say like Rav Papa were talking about Kermit Vayi? So Amalek, he'll tell you, if we hold like Rav Papa where it's Kermit Vayi, Rabbi Nachman Zakai, was he really the friend of Rabbi Eliezer? He was the rabbi of Rabbi Eliezer. You couldn't call him a friend. Veidach and Papa would say, "Listen, Kevane Talmidim have since they were the students of Rabbi Eliezer. Lavora Haral Memra Le Le Rabbe Rabecha. It's not nice to say to the Rabbi, your Rabbi." Okay, Rav Papa who said Kevimayt Ama Lo Ama Kevav Nachman Ritzchak that we're talking about the red rope on Yom Kippur. So Amalach Papa will tell you because Isal Kadatach Rabbanu Hanam Zakai. You really think Rabbanu Hanam Zakai was the one who was metakin the whole thing with the red rope? Be mer Rabbanu Hanam Zakai mihabal shon shazehorit. In the days of Rabbanu Hanam Zakai, was the red rope ever becoming white? Hatanya koshon tav shel Rabbanu Hanam Zakai meavayasim shana. He was 120 years old. Arbaim shana asag permatia. Forty years he did business. Arbaim shana alamad. Forty years he learned Torah. Arbaim shana limet. Forty years he taught. Vetanya. Arba'im shana kodim shani harava ba'it, 40 years before he started, before the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed. The, the, the red rope would not turn white. El ha'madim would stay red. Mutnan, mishaharav ha'bayit, hitkin Rabbani Yohanan Zakai. And it said, after the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, Rabbani Yohanan was metaken. And if 40 years before that already it was never turning white, then what was the tikkun about? It wasn't a tikkun to remember the Beit Hamidash or anything like that, so it couldn't be. Veidach and Rav Nachman will explain. Otan Rabaim Shana Delama that forty years where he was learning, Talmid Yosef Lifnei Rabohava. He was a student in front of his rabbis. Veamar Milta Veistaber Tame. He said he gave a good reason, something about the red and the white string, and the rabbis liked it. And the rabbis were metaken this takanav, Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai, in his name. And that became the ninth takanav, Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.